Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 793, for Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 ranked games on Board Game Geek as determined by their rating. This data is from July 1st of 2022, just a few days ago. We do have a new entry in the top 10, so falling out after three quarters at number 10, back to number 11, War of the Ring, the second edition, by Roberto Di Meglio, Marco Maggi, and Francesco Nepatello, published by Ares Games, with a rating of 8.145. That is a gain of four points from last quarter, but not enough to keep it in the top 10 this time around. And only, remember, you might recall this one was released in 2012. It took basically 10 years to climb into the top 10 and now has been bumped back out. Still, maybe it will return if it can keep adding to its rating. In its second quarter in the top 10, down from 9 to 10, Spirit Island by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with a score, a rating of 8.149. Four points more than War of the Ring. That's a gain of five from last time. Its gap to War of the Ring has gone from, well, it was four points behind, two quarters back, to three points ahead, and now it has added one more point of distance. After four quarters at number seven, down two to nine, Gaia Project by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.166. as a decline of 8, 17 more than Spirit Island, but a decline of 8 from last time. At that pace, we could expect Spirit Island to pass Gaia Project in two quarters. Repeating at number 8 for the fourth time, Star Wars Rebellion, by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.168, two more than Gaia Project, on a decline of one point. So these two switch places again for the first time in well, a couple of years. Uh, Star Wars Rebellion had a two-point gap on Gaia Project. If you go back again a couple of years, they were tied for one quarter after that. And then Gaia Project had a five-point lead, five, four, four, four. Last time had expanded it to five again, and now it switched the other way, a seven-point swing as Rebellion surges back ahead. Uh, at the current pace, uh, Rebellion lost a point, Spirit Island gained five. It might take two or three more quarters for Spirit Island to pass the two games together. The Disruptor is our new entry at number seven, climbing from number 50 last quarter, and number 602, the quarter before that, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigi, published by Capstone Games, with a rating of 8.183, 15 more than Rebellion, and 17 more than Gaia Project, a gain of 451 points. Uh, naturally, if it had a gain that substantial again, it would be number one. But I don't think that's going to happen still. Really, it's anybody's guess for where it could end up next quarter 
it could easily be number four. It could be number four in a month. And it's going to be interesting to see if it can challenge the top three, even as things are tightening up there at the top of the list. We'll come back to that a little bit later. Repeating at number six, Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition by Christian T. Peterson, Corey Kaneska, and Dane Beltrami, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with a rating of 8.247, 64 more than Arc Nova. But again, probably not going to be much of a problem for Arc Nova to pass it. That is a decline of eight points. It's second consecutive decline for Twilight Imperium. It has lost 15 points over the last two quarters. Repeating at number five, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.260, 13 more than Twilight Imperium, and a decline of nine points. So it has lost one point in relation to Twilight Imperium. Nine is the largest decline that Terraforming Mars has had, its fifth consecutive decline. During those five quarters, it has lost a total of 27 points. Repeating at number four for the second time, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.262. Just two points, more than Terraforming Mars, 15 more than Twilight Imperium. And Jaws of the Lion lost eight points this quarter, as did Twilight Imperium. Uh, that is, I think I had that back, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I said now. Was it one point more? Terraforming Mars lost a point in relation to Twilight Imperium. It also loses a point in relation to Jaws of the Lion. They were only one point apart last time. Now it's two. But this is the second decline for Jaws of the Lion in the last three quarters. It lost eight points this quarter, gained 14 the quarter before, lost six the quarter before that. So actually, it has exactly the same rating as it did on January 1st, 8.262. So why did these three, which have been very consistent, have been gaining, not losing much, all of a sudden all started to lose about the same number of points? Well, the the paranoid mind suggests that maybe there's some kind of ratings bashing going on between all three games so that Jaws of the Lion can stay on top. Jaws of the Lion probably has to contend with some ratings bashing from all the people who don't appreciate there being two Gloomhaven titles in the top five, and so there might be some reciprocal. Or maybe I'm just being conspiracy theorist. Repeating at number three for the ninth consecutive time, Brass, Birmingham by Matt Tallman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with a score of 8.425, 163 points more than Jaws of the Lion. For reference, from Jaws of the Lion at 4 to Spirit Island at 10 is 113 points. So a much larger gap, half again as big almost, between 4 and 3. That is a 3-point gain, though it is the second consecutive time that Brass has had its smallest gain in a quarter. Last time it was four points. Still, it has picked up seven over the last two quarters. Repeating at number two for the 19th consecutive time, Pandemic Legacy Season 1 by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.429. 
four, more than brass, a decline of seven, its 16th decline in the last 17 quarters during which it has lost 72 points. Its gap to brass has narrowed over the last three quarters from 25 points to 14 to four, considering that there was a 10-point swing between the two this time that strongly suggests to me that Brass will pass Pandemic Legacy for number two next quarter. Now again, the open question is where does Arc Nova fall in all of this? It would need to add 246 points to catch Pandemic Legacy. And recall for the last quarter it added 451. Is that possible? Sure, it's possible. Is it likely? I don't think so. But it only needs 80, Arcanova does, 80 to climb to number four. I think that is not only possible, but likely. I expect it to land somewhere in the middle of that range between Brass and Jaws of the Lion. Next quarter. <laughs> the quarter after that, who knows? But for right now, our number one for the 19th time in a row is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with a rating of 8.479. That is 50 points more than Pandemic Legacy, a decline of 18, its largest decline. It's the, going back and checking my numbers here, is the fifth consecutive time that its point decline has been double digits. It's the 14th consecutive time it has had a decline, during which time it has lost 142 points. The gap to Pandemic Legacy has shrunk from 68 to 61 to 50 this time on an 11-point swing, which means at this pace, if you take that 11-point swing this time, or maybe the 7-point swings it has had the last couple of times, uh, you'd still expect in the next couple of years, <laughs> couple of years, Pandemic Legacy to pass Gloomhaven. Now, then again, what if we are seeing an accelerating trend for Gloomhaven's rating eroding? In that case, it could be that Pandemic Legacy will pass it more quickly. But I would expect that Brass would pass Pandemic Legacy before Gloomhaven would, because the gap from Gloomhaven to Brass is, has gone from 93 to 75 to 54. At that pace, come January 1st, Brass could pass Gloomhaven. But again, the open question is, come January 1st, will Arc Nova pass them both? And could we have a completely reshuffled top five at that point? Uh, some interesting times coming ahead later on this year. For Wednesday, July 6th, 2022.